Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in our sixth day on forgiveness and hope, where we've been reading various scriptures and just going through the the various um, words that God has for us about forgiveness and hope. And today, before we get started, I'm just going to open us with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for taking care of us and for the many blessings you've bestowed on us. You are truly the creator of all, and we get to come before you. The one who built the mountains, built the seas, spoke them into existence along with the stars and the universes and gave us intelligence and to know how to survive and flourish in your creation. And I just thank you that we get to come before you with our pro- our problems, with our challenges, with our joys and our praise. I thank you that you care and you even want to hear from us. I'm grateful for all you've done. I pray that today as we read that you would speak to us, that our hearts and our minds and our spirits would be totally open, that we would be open to you and what you have to say, that your words would touch our hearts and our spirits, and that you would be the one controlling this. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today, we're going to be in the for, for, for the forgiveness section, we're in 1 John 1, verses 5 through 10. It's a pretty sh- uh, short section, but it really kind of lays out the reality right? It's about God is light. And we can't, we, in order to walk in that light, we have to be justified and purified. And that's done by Jesus's blood. If we make false claims and claim that we're sinless and whatnot, then we're lying to ourselves, but we're also not walking with God. So with that, um, I'm sorry. Then with hope, we're going to be in Romans, and it's Romans 8, 18 through 30. And that's really about our adoption into God's family and why we were saved, and that how his entire creation has been longing and waiting for our salvation. So pretty cool stuff. All right, so let's start with 1 John verse 1. I'm sorry, verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful, just and will, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. So when I was praying about this and thinking about it, really it comes to me, what, what kept hitting home for me was honesty. I need to be honest with myself but I need to be honest with God. And there's no reason to lie to God. I mean, the reality is, again, creator of the world. And 
He's seen everything. He's seen it before it happened. He knows our sins in the past. He knows our sins today. And he knows our sins tomorrow. And he's already forgiven them. So it really doesn't make sense for us to lie. But are we honest with ourselves when we say, oh yeah, I've not, I don't have any sins. Are we, who, who are we trying to, to fool? And if instead we accept that we are sinners and we accept the grace from God, the sanctification and purification that Jesus offers us through his blood, then do we, then we, then we walk with him in the light and we're his children. So, you know, I think about that and today the weekends are always a little bit challenging for me. I have a pretty good routine on the weekdays, but on the weekends, my days get screwed up. I don't have the same routine. I might go fishing. I might go work out with friends, you know, or I might do nothing. And that was kind of today. I chose to do nothing and I've kind of just, I blew off my quiet time initially and just, you know, looked at Instagram and a bunch of garbage and it was just kind of a wasted morning. And I felt like I really let God down and myself. And then it came time to do the, to do this. And it's like, Oh God, how are you going to even use me? And then I started reading all of this and it's like, you already knew my sins and I need to, I need to, you know, walk, I need to confess them and admit to them, admit I've sinned and move on from there and accept your gracious forgiveness. Because again, he knows all of my sins and he's already forgiven them. And so it's just like, okay, so I put TV ahead of God today. I put Instagram ahead of God today. I put just reading books that are mindless ahead of God today. And I had to accept and then pray for forgiveness. And so really it was all about being honest and that loathing within myself of how can you use me when I've done, it's like, Hey dude, I've used you every other time and today, and you were just as a sinful of a human being as you, as you are today. <laughs> so it's ex- being honest and accepting where I'm at with God. And so really, again, for this journey that I'm on, that's the important part of what I'm going through or what I went through today. So let's move on to Romans 8, and we'll start here in verse 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly, as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of, redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. So creation 
is waiting for freedom from bondage. It's waiting for the glory of the children of God to be revealed. And that's basically, I believe, in various readings I've done, that's going to be with the rapture. And when we go to heaven, we get a new heavenly body and we're free from it. So the, the part where it says, who hopes for, for what they already have is very true. So when we're facing our, our earthly troubles, we need to understand, I think it, at least this is what it says to me, that today's challenges are going to be nothing in duration and time compared to what we have eternally with God when we're in heaven. So verse 26, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So even when you don't know, and I've talked about my challenges at times when I'm, you know, trying to pray and I'm just like, God, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. But the Spirit does. The Spirit knows way better than I do. The Spirit knows my spirit. And so it's like, okay, allow him to pray for me. It doesn't mean I don't pray on a daily basis. It just means sometimes, and I think that's part of the whole thing about be still, be still and, you know, rest in my arms and let me do this stuff. Verse 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those who God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the son of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So, we've been called, and we're called into his family. We're to have fellowship with him, and he's justified us, and he's glorified us. We need to accept that. We need to accept that God has a plan for us. God has called us. He's purified us and he's glorified us. We may not feel like it all the time, but our hope is in him and in his resurrection. So when we're feeling down, when we're having challenges and issues, and it feels like it's about to just be the end, what we're going through is short-lived. What we have in heaven, as much, it's eternity, it's eternal. So this time here is so short, and I know it's hard. And I've shared with you on multiple occasions, I was getting, feeling desperate with my job and or lack thereof. And I was getting ready to sell everything and just try to, you know, survive. And just when it seemed like it, God went and brought a new role into play. And it looks like it's going to be an incredible opportunity. So all these other things that I thought were the, the answer weren't. And this is, he knew exactly what I needed. So when you're 
needing hope, understand you're already glorified. You're already justified. You've been chosen. God has chosen you. He's chosen me. And we need to be patient and wait expectantly because what is hope if we've already received it? What we're hoping for and waiting patiently for is something we don't currently have. I know it's a challenge. I know it's so hard. I struggle with it every day. I struggle at times, just big time. But I have to accept that he loves me and he has the best intention for me. I have to accept I'm a sinner and that I've let him down and I've let tons of people down. But that he's forgiven me and I need to accept that. I need to accept his sonship, his adoption into his family that's been paid for by the blood of Christ. And as a good father... He will take care of me. I struggle with that at times, at greater time, you know, more at sometimes than others. But he hasn't let me down and he hasn't failed. So with that, I'm just going to close with prayer. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for your words. And I just pray that we would accept your forgive your your forgiveness. I pray that we would accept that we're sinners and that we are, you know, severely flawed. But by your grace and Jesus's blood that has, I mean, what an incredible cost. We're sanctified, we're justified, and we can walk in the light with you. And I just pray that we would accept that you are working in our lives and you have a plan that is incredible and that all good all things work to the good for those who love the lord and i just pray that we would accept and hope and place our hope in you not egypt as we saw in isaiah not in others not in ourselves and in our wealth but we would hope in you so father i just lift up this time and i pray for my friends out there that you'd be with them and hold them close hold each of us close And may we bring you honor and glory throughout our days. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.